0: Welcome to the Knock On, KCLR and Scoreline.ie's Weekly weekly <laughs> Podcast. James Blanchfield's popped into the screen there. Hello, like Jamie Bosco. Yeah, hello, boys and girls. Uh, Tom Crotty's here as well, and Paddy uh, Brown, of course. Uh, Paddy's gone. It's Paddy's just disappeared. Off- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paddy. I was like
1: Bosco, Paddy's like Houdini.
0: <laughs> so if you're listening to the podcast, Paddy's disappeared. If you're watching it, you can see what happens. But uh, yeah, Paddy will probably be back with us in, in a second. There he is. He's back. He's back. I didn't
2: there. He did a a job. Yeah, I, I I did nothing and I didn't move around, but then I'm in am at home, so I don't know what
0: happened. Ah, sure, these things happen. Uh last lots to discuss. We weren't here last week, um, so a bit of catching up to do as well. Um, uh, a bit of a derby on this weekend as well. Lots to talk about. But Paddy, I suppose we'll talk about uh Tullow first because you're in action against Gorey this weekend. But you're out against Sea Point last weekend. How did that go?
2: Yeah, we were up against a strong seed point side and like they were themselves in Monkstown were kind of streaking ahead of everyone else. So we were expecting a tough game and that's what we got. And you know, at seventy five down at half time we certainly thought we were out of it, but we did come back into it. We started very badly. We lost three or four lineouts as a start. We um we let in a few fairly easy tries, uh, and and they had got their four tries by early in the second half, two of which were of the soft variety. And uh, their backs were good; their backs were quite sharp, actually. But, that, but our acting wasn't great, uh, so we thought at that stage we were we were in trouble. Um, but uh, as the game went on, we, we got stronger, and our forwards took over, and uh, we got we got three tries. The try from from Corey Hughes in the first half and a second one from from uh, Sean Hickey and uh, but the score was 75 at half time and they still looked in a very comfortable and uh, we got a try then uh, after Sean Hickey's try they went ahead and scored again keeping that margin of, of, of um, 12 points but then in the last 15 our forwards really did take over, Martin Cole went over for a real forwards try at the end of them all and uh, there was only five points in it, and uh, all of a sudden they looked in in big trouble. And you'd you know by their supporters on the line they went very quiet and they had a huge crowd down. And they seemed to be on a bit of a roll, but the big crowd down. But they were they went very quiet at this point anyway. And in fairness to them, they acknowledged that they were they were in trouble. And um, we they had a man sent off for in the pack, so we were up a man in the forwards, and we got a penalty and a lot of people felt in Morris afterwards he said maybe we should have went for the went for the scrum again when they were sort of in a bit of backpedaling but we we went for a we ran it anyway and um, it, 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 it went right out to the wing and and the, the opportunity was lost Um they then Double through double uh, a line out and um, gave, gave the initiative back to us and again we we ran it wide and uh, the, the time was up so we had two fairly reasonable chances to, to either draw it or even win it and get a bonus point as it turned out all we got was a, a losing bonus point we didn't get uh, the fourth try and um, but you know, talking to the Sea Point people afterwards, they did, after after being very confident all through the match and their backs flashing it very very well, they really did realise that they got out of jail, and that's the expression they used. So to a point, it was one that got away. And yet, like we we can't be too complain too much because we we had our chances, and we also, um, we were we were we were sloppy in the first half. So that was it. They, we were, we weren't. We didn't have on, Brian. He was—he was obviously with Leinster at the at the involved with the Edinburgh match, which was a great win for them, uh, considering all the inexperience they're they're putting out in the field. But we didn't have Sean, and we had bad news too in that our our our, our Southern Hemisphere man Aka uh, went off with a fairly serious-looking injury. We, it looks like he'll be out for a couple of months. He fractured his ankle, so he'll be—he was improving from game to game, so he is going to be a. Uh, a fair old loss over the next the next few weeks. Um, he really was starting to show his show his worth. Um, but we had a few other lads back, like uh, Jack Hanlon was back and uh, Jack, Jack uh, uh, McDonald. So we, we are getting some of the lads back that we didn't have. Jordan Labor and was back and came on as a as a hook or a sub hooker. So we are kind of making up for some of the, the losses. So uh, that that was that. Uh, we. Despite two losses in a row there to Ashburn the previous week, we are still still staying around mid-table. Which you know, we the the the, the table is is there's there's teams beating teams and a bit like one B. So it's um. We, we we even with those losses and with only two wins, we're still managing to stay around mid-table and have a couple of teams before us, below us. One of those teams is Gory, and Gory are having a very bad run, and that's who we're playing next week away. But they're bound to come good at some stage, so we're certainly not taking Anton for granted, uh, going down there next week. Um, so that that match is on on tomorrow Saturday. Um, first and seconds are, are playing down there, and look, we'll 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 be going all out for, for a win down there. But Gory, giving their pedigree and their, their track record of the last few years, are bound to come good at, 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 at fairly soon. Uh, they, they ran Wycliffe fairly close last week. Uh, so they, they seem to be uh, improving a little bit. So time will tell. Uh, Saturday Saturday is a big one there. Um, our seconds were also out against And while they were fairly well beaten by on a score of... Um, Thirty-one, seventeen. We had a. It was great to see a good second team out. We were missing a good few from the previous week, where they beat Ashburn. And yet, like there was great enthusiasm, a lot of young fellas, and that's good for Tullow this time of the year because we, with the last few years, we've struggled to get a second team out at all before Christmas. So. um uh, it, it's going very well. John Rogers has trained them and there seems to be a fair turnover and training and good enthusiasm and even with a big turnover in players, they they they, they 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 played well against a very, very strong C-point seconds team. So, to me, that was quite encouraging to see to see that. Um, the, the other results then, our ladies had a continued their winning streak. They had a 19-10 Win over Black Rock, and I suppose there was one really stand out there that was three tries, and the three tries came from the great Alex O'Brien. So she's playing as well as ever at number eight, and she's a she's a fabulous, uh, contribute, makes a fabulous contribution every time she she goes out, and she's, uh, she's a great girl. So she's um maintaining the the O'Brien tradition there in in the club and uh, so um, the underage the then at really, the Paddy. Well, that's what I keep telling her every time, especially if Sean or Willie are anywhere in the vicinity because uh, <laughs> it's a bone of contention. But anyway, we'll, we'll, you're dead right, James. We'll keep telling her that anyway. And she, <laughs> she enjoys hearing it too, but she's a great girl. She's heading off to Africa in a couple of weeks. She go, she's been out there for the last few years on a bit of charity work, so she's heading off again there now and she's fundraising at the moment. So she's she's a great bit of stuff all around, you know. So um, And I suppose if she took up Rugby earlier, she would have, she would have I say, gone to, to Higher honour. She did play with Connacht for a few years, but I often felt that she she had the potential to go all the way. Uh, you know, maybe she didn't start young enough. I don't know. Anyway, that that was that's the the three senior teams and mixed results. The underage continue their good streak, and I, uh, Tom will be talking about the girls in a minute, but the under-16 Rhinos are, are, did a big win over Kilkenny there, and it's uh, it's just worth noting the, the 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 fantastic success of that team, and Tom knows all about it, that they're after recording nine wins in a row, and that was a very strong win over a good Kilkenny team, 47-17. So that that team is really tra- blazing a trail uh, for our underage teams. Uh, our 13s, 14s, and 15s uh, won, um, all fairly convincingly. The under-14 Rhino girls won as well, as Tom knows, and then but with our, our under-18s came up against it now, against a strong scarys team, and after having a good run of wins, they, they were well beaten by Scaries, and um, so uh, Scaries were always very strong at, the, at that age group. So, um, that's the run. I mean, mixed results, uh, the, as I said, going back to the point match, it was uh, an opportunity lost, but still one that we, 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 we let go, you know, and I suppose Given the strength of them and their position in the table, I suppose we can't be too unhappy that we we put it up to them and could easily have turned them over.
1: No dubious touch, ready? judge calls to take it
2: then. No. So that's it, Stephen. did you hear that, Paddy? Um, you you must have your spies out. There was one or two. <laughs> we won't go into that now. Johnny Fitzgerald is a very uh, a very uh, an outstanding touch judge.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I, I, I was thinking more so about your visitors, but anyway. <laughs>
2: no, no, they they questioned one of ours, one or two of ours, all right, but they didn't. Uh, no, I, I know. Yeah, I, I I I know the match you're talking about, but no, there was <laughs> nothing like that. There was no great controversy at all. They they had a huge support and very vocal, um, uh, and uh, but they were fair. I have to say they with, with good chats afterwards, and they were very much saying we got out of jail there, you know. So it might be, we, we'll see how we get on, when we go back up there.
0: Good stuff. Aye, so good stuff Paddy. Got uh, lots of stuff going on there, uh, positive stuff as well. James, I'll let you go first, I suppose. Um, you're the host this weekend for the big derby. Um Anything else happening in Kilkenny? I
1: know, look at the same old, same old down here. Um Kind of disappointed, disappointing weekend all round for, the J1s, J twos and women's last week, you know, the lads Friday night starting with the women, like they went out with a strong side against Talla coming down and they were leading the whole way through. And I think um Talla just got in for a score and a conversion in the last play of the game to win it. And a bit of a bit hard, bit hard for the girls now. We were missing one or two players. Um, young girl out of the Foxes, who was speaking to um, one of the coaches there recently, who was, by all accounts an absolutely fantastic rugby player, but it would be in her breathing. Her, her uncle Noel played youths in under twenties for Ireland and her father her father um played a lot of j1 and j2 with Kilkenny over the years um Sean and Noel so um but look at the, the girls now they're they're on a how would you say they're not going all that well at the moment in terms of results but they are building week on week in terms of performance and expanding their game plan so look at, I think it's 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 the age old thing sometimes you just have to slow down to speed up and that might be the case with the women at the moment and just trying to rather than rather than kinda of, as I as I said a few times, trying to score off first phase play the whole time and trying to hit hit first centre and try to score off first centre, they're trying to build a game plan. So look I think the, the the focus for the girls rugby now has to with the women's just has to be stay focused on building a game plan, building the basic skill set and develop develop it, how they play. So they're disappointed they're disappointed they lost, but you know the focus has to be just stay stay building. Um, on Sunday lads went up to uh, first and seconds went up to Boyne who have I suppose Boyne are our bogey team at the moment where we we can't buy a win against them and last week was no different we went up now in saying that twice we played them we were missing some players in key positions last year we were missing Podge and Joe and they 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 went through us like water through a hole up the centre last year at home at Kilkenny and they, they gave us a to be honest, with you, they, they, they taught us a lesson. And we went up a bit stronger this week, but still missing some pivotal players. Again, missing Podge Mahan, Dave O'Connor, and Wes Carter. So um, we started, still started with a relatively strong team, but three of our leaders were missing. And I think their, their absence was probably felt. Um, Doc was sick, Wes was sick, and uh, Podge is away. So look, there's nothing you can do about that. But a uh, bad start. Boyne went 7 0 up, and then they went, I think, 14, and then nearly went to 19. I think I text you guys after about 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and hands over the head and kind of saying, Jesus Christ, I don't know what's going to happen here. Anything can happen, but got to half time. We had it 19-12 and looked like we were going to get a, an inroads into the game, but just error after error, um, we um we we just failed to build on it. Then Boyne had a man a sin binned, and we got back into the game we got closer to them we got i think we got 19 24 at one stage we felt at that point we were going to kick on and maybe get a bonus point on a four try bonus points to get two bonus points to come away from them. we didn't And Boyd just kicked on in the last 10 minutes and we failed to capitalize on the on on on, on the numerical advantage so um so, and then the seconds seconds were missing a lot of players as well the truth be told and again no excuses but they went up and gave a very good account for themselves as well but were beaten I think 19-12 or 21-17 so they um seconds just had to stay building their coach John Buckley is just always looking at the positives so again a few new players were, were were integrated into seconds on Sunday but um the youths, um, mixed bag results the weekend, I watched the under 15s play against Nace under fifteens are coached by Vinny O'Shea and Freddie Coag- Coagula. I always struggle to pronounce his name. he's an Argentinian guy, but they had a really good win against Nace. Um, um, very very balanced team performance. They soaked up and off a lot of what Nace could could throw at them. Um, Cody Phelan got a brilliant try first phase off the back of a really good scrum uh, from the halfway line. He picked and, went, brushed off with three or four tackles and went over in the corner. About 15 minutes into the second half, and that was the, the securing the, the, the um, probably the score that secured the game for them. Really, Nace came back at them a good few times and did get a try. But the 15s just they're just playing really good rugby. Um, they're they're going through their i suppose their patterns really well. They have a good out half, in Scott O'Shea there, Vinnie's young fella, and um, actually must say that and our president, is also coaching them as well. So the 18s had a bad day against Nace. They got well beat. But again, speaking with Gary Corker and their coach, they're just building and they're getting performances right. Probably the 18s probably should be doing better because they do have kind of a Leinster youth hooker and um, Daniel Ring, who was in the Irish under-18 development squad as well over the UK. So they should be probably doing better. Remains to be seen why they're not getting results, but a few lads are tied up, hurling and stuff like that as well. Um, Mick McGrath had the under... Was the under four 15s away to Navin and they did well. were were beat as well, would Mick was quite happy with the with the performance. So um, from that context, look at where where we're, we're we're trucking away, so so to speak. Um, what else is going on? Yeah, there's a bit of a match on it, Kenny Sunday, so we'll um, we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, as I said at the beginning, there we're. We're unsure what our selection is going to be at this point in time. And there's no bullshit going on there. It's it's straight up. We are unsure. A couple of guys are sick, um, so we'll just have to build. Good, good point is Wes Carter is definitely back anyway this week. So his brains and his 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 thought process, just how he thinks on the pitch, is different. So we're looking forward to it. But look, we're under absolutely no illusions to what Carlo. We're going to bring down we anytime we play Carlo, we always know what we're going to get. And I think Tom will always say it as well. Like, I mean, when the Carlo lads underperform, they know they're underperform and they're very disappointed in that. And it's rare that the Carlo pack don't, don't perform. So from that perspective, we know we're coming down, but out the back, they're quite good as well. And we, like And We've heard Tom talk in the last few weeks, Richard White has been going very, very well for them. His own lads, his own two lads in there as well. So it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting game. Um, but I mean, genuine when we say we just don't know, we don't know what, what, what we have yet in terms of in terms of our starting fifteen. But um, it's going look, it's going to be an interesting game. We played what six weeks ago in the in the southeast league. Was it time kind of six or seven weeks ago?
3: No, it yeah. And mm-hmm.
1: it was a cracking game. Like it was, it was a horrible game, but it was just two teams that just bounced off each
3: other for eighty minutes. So look, I I love hopefully, we're better t- that day. Pardon? <laughs> there was a lot of sore bodies after that yeah. day, with two two put together sides, but it was a great yeah. game and, and yeah. a bit of crack down below as well. Hopefully so, the weather's I'll a look.
1: bit better now, you know. But yeah, okay, hopefully so. It's just, it's just all to play for. Like I mean, for our from our perspective, just speaking, to someone on the phone there the other day, i um, like, we can't really afford to lose another game now. You know, we're after losing two, um, we can't afford to lose another game if we have any ambitions of winning the league. Um, now, look. It, there's more at play as well. Do we have ambitions of winning the league? Do we want to go back up to 1B, 1A? Are we ready for 1A? Do we need to go back into a building process? All those kind of, how would I say, uh, bar counter conversations are being had. But look, it, we can't count any chickens before the egg hatches. And we can only tackle what's in front of us. And this Sunday is going to be a tough game. Uh, but I feel that if we, if, if we lose one more game, particularly a home match, we can we can say goodbye to a Potential chance of winning the league because Kildare kind of Kildara probably slipping away there a little bit. They're getting a good run of results, but who have they haven't been playing either, either much quality either, you know. But they're still the beaten high, I suppose. So look, it remains to be seen, but we're looking forward to it anyway. Seconds as well. Hopefully they'll be back up on numbers this week. And Carlow seem to be the farm team in the seconds league, so you know all the pressure's on us.
0: Now Tom, any mind games there to add into
1: that. I have a Twitter we I have a Twitter account set up as well, Tom. I'll start to you know, tweet me off, off off some uh some or some 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 uh <laughs> them there later on tonight.
3: <laughs> oh lads. I don't know. It's going to be great fun. Um yeah, well I suppose I start with the J1 first. Um we traveled away to Dundalk. Um, we kind of knew going up that uh, it'd be a tough game. Uh, it's never any other way when you head up, when you head up there, Dundalk, or never easy, never easy at home. Um, we were missing probably three starting players, or ten was missing in one of our back rows, and and uh, with a change of hooker, or hooker John Farrell was away as well. So. Um, the back line was kind of a bit of uh, kind of messed around with us you know because we've been st- kind of steady steady enough with uh, with the 9 10 uh since the start of the season so um but look, we went up and uh we started really well yeah played all the rugby we got a uh, breakaway try missed the missed conversion um cuz 5-0 uh we were playing all the rugby and then Dock down into our half and stayed in our 22, I would say, for about the next quarter of an hour. Um, just kept hopping off. We, our lineups were, were were very good, our defensive lineup was good, our defense was good. Um, Richie was at 10, so he gave us a lot of bombs to get us back out of there, but we ended up just kind of it, just sort of. it. We kind of got bogged down in that in in there in our twenty two for so long, Um, just just not just not just not performing. Even though even though at the start of the game we really were playing on the rugby, where our our hands were good, Um, you know we looked like you know there was plenty of offloads. Our lines of running were quite good, but then just the finer details in it. just little simple mistakes all the time, a couple of turnovers, a couple of penalties for we got turned over on penalties. Um, just silly little things, an odd pick and go when we probably shouldn't have picked and go. You know, in a ruck, just kind of picking and going, and then being isolated and giving away a penalty. And um, look, they kicked into the corner a couple of times, and other years we've been guaranteed that they would have mauled in a try, but um, we held them out. We held out their maul twice down there. Then they got back up. We got back up the field. Um, we did quite well. They got we got a a line out in there twenty two. Um, got the line out perfectly, and again it was probably it's probably was the ten percent upstairs was causing us the problem, more so than what we were doing. You know, it, it's that little finer detail. We probably flashed the ball a bit too quick, and maybe a, a pass wasn't. As good as it should have been, simple little things, and all of a sudden there was a turnover. They got the ball, and we just kind of got got caught short-footed, and uh, our centre went to went to went went to had to turn to tackle, but slipped, and they just had a breakaway. In fairness, to them they had four lads, four lads supported each other uh interpass we get made a couple of tackles and they went in under the post and, and it was seven five then changed the second half they got they got a penalty and it was uh ten five we still weren't panicking it was loads and loads of time and we were do as I say like we were doing a lot of things right we 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 stopped their, we we took ball off them and in, in, in their line out um a couple of times on our own line we, we took the ball um just as I say, it's probably the finer details. If they had clicked, we would have beat, definitely would have beaten them. But they kept going, and right at the end, then uh, uh, Liam Slater came on, uh, Richie went off, and Liam Slater came on, um, fresh legs at about half, and just we kind of probably sped up, speeded up the ball a little bit, but we did it a load of phases within about the last three minutes of the game and there was no drop balls, there was no silly stuff and um, we got a, a, a Johnny Crosley got in for a, a, a fantastic try but it was right in the corner and Liam just, you know, just barely missed the conversion. So look, the lads were really disappointed. Jesus, you swear, when we went into the dressing rooms after, like, you swear to God, we lost the game. It was, it was dead, they were really pissed but at the end of the day, to come away from Dundalk with a with two points, um, you know, last season we uh, I have a funny feeling last season we wouldn't have got those two points. Um, they were just that little bit more dogged and that that little bit more cute at the end to to get that to get that try. We easily could have could have won the game in the, in the last minute. Uh, we did have a touchdown and we're fairly sure it was a touchdown under the post, but uh, the ref just saw the balls. It was just. Hand outstretched, and he just saw the ball bouncing forward. And uh, this disallowed us when we had a penalty anyway, came back for that. But like, as a whole, it was we play good, we like we play good rugby, and so did Dundalk. Don't Dundalk, Dundalk, he played them last weekend. They're not like they're no easy side, no. Uh, they've good pack, they have a uh, very good scrum half. So I have to say, their scrum half was superb, had a really, really, really good game, causes an awful lot of problems. Um, their back line was, was solid. So like to come to travel to Dundalk and come home with two points in any given Sunday is is um is a good result. Um like there was some superb performances. John Lyons in the in the second row had a, a really, really good game. Evan Gordon a Hooker. Um the back row played extremely well. Paddy Mackey, Joel Brown, and and Johnny Murphy had probably his game of the season. Um and, of course, then, uh, we have to have uh, have to have to say to, to Johnny Crossley, like, he, he was outstanding. You know, keep it up, he made, Carlo. he made, <laughs> yes, we had, keep it up, Carlo, <laughs> <laughs> from the sidelines, and <laughs> scrum, Carlo. You know, so we had all the cracking, look, but he played, pound for pound, he's a tremendous little rugby player. You know, he, he's not the biggest in stature, but his heart and the way he plays and lifts the team this season. He's playing really, really well this season, and absolutely deserves his place on the wing. And as I say, he took a try really, really well. Um, That's the second uh, try in two games now, is it? It is second try in two games. Like he, he's, uh, he's he's a great little player, and then we had like our bench came on uh, came on well. Paddy Rogers and and. And uh Thomas Whitney came and as I say, Lean Slater came on at the end. And like it was a good, good good performance, not good enough from what with the way we the way we should have played. But look, as I said, any team going to Dundalk and to come home with two points in the bag. Um, as I said, every point counts in our league. James knows that. You know, bone every losing bonus point, every winning bonus point, they all count at the end of the season. And we're just saying, like, it was Tullo last year were phenomenal in the fact that when they lost, they got a bonus point. When they won, they got a bonus point. And all those bonus points add up. And uh, at the end of the season, they can really make the difference, you know. So, um, look, we're happy. Not extremely happy. We could have won the game. But, as I said, we came down, we came back down the motorway uh, with two points. And we'll take that. Um, looking forward to from the first point of view. Looking forward to the game with Klikhenny. Um winning, old lads,
0: Tom, yeah.
3: Really one well, yeah, no. We've won <laughs> definitely out from this starting team last week. Just just an eagle that we can't can't afford. Um it could get worse like they just one of the pack is, is is out. But at the moment, look, we know what's ahead of us in Kilkenny, it's never going to be easy, it's a war attrition. uh two good sides are going to play off and in you know, we we know each other well and uh with great respect for each other, so uh, anyone, uh, anyone going down to Kilkenny on Sunday, it'll be, in, uh, well, fingers crossed, we <laughs> will hopefully be, a, uh, you know, uh, really yeah. a good game, all, all our games lately have been very, very good, so look, hopefully that'll, that'll keep going, uh, our second had a f- phenomenal win, 51-15, um, just had a, had a lot of lads back, and, and some new additions, guys, there was a couple of guys there, hadn't haven't played in a while, and, uh, young lads mixed in. They um they just started they started well straight off with a try and um a little bit of a rocky period at one stage in the first half, but then then they just they just they just motored on. Absolutely motored on. They're like they're playing really, really well. Um I have to give a shout out to there's a couple of lads who were were uh, there had really really good games at the weekend and one of them is a guy called Anthony Kelly Anto played in the second row Anto hasn't played rugby he's he'd be about 30 we'd say nicely he's 30 and he hasn't played rugby since he was uh, I think under 18 and came back and you swear to god he'd be playing week in week out had a had a no first first game out played really really well two four brothers were outstanding um yeah, Cormac Elliott uh, a fine young player in the, in the back row played a really 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 good game um, Fiona Burke an old head had just can't really play week in week out but he's working in Dublin but um, he had a really really good game at 10 um, and it's nice to see there's a couple of young lads have to uh, say Keelan Keeling Keeling Guider, Geider um, played a full back amazing pace um, superb runner a little bit raw at the moment but uh He's definitely one for one for the future. I Hope he uh, continues to play the way he is because he's, uh, he as I say, he's definitely definitely one player for the future. And uh, nice to see lads back like Jody Murphy and and Rory Dunbar as well, who you know that they haven't really played, played since under 18s So nineteen. So uh, we were happy. You're yeah, happy enough with the seconds. I know that this week we're actually um, we're down a good few of the seconds players. Yeah, we can, James. We can. of got the. We have this. The bug is out on their seconds at the moment for this weekend. So our seconds I think might ours was second. called. Uh, our our
1: bug was
3: called boynitis. No, yours was called boynitis. Our bug is not. Our bug is uh, I don't know what. This weekend there's a couple of lads missing through uh, injury and sickness. But uh, look, that should be a good game. You've up to up to Bion, You've had really good, really good results. So they worked, got, they have been uh, well. The seconds is always a good game. Yeah, and, no, they've, uh, been, they've
1: been given
3: good results. Sorry. Good performance, should I say? So I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, um, we're looking. Uh, that's looking. We're looking. We're formed. We've had good like, good numbers of training. Training's going well, and um uh, the junior coaches are getting on great, and they're they're young and they're very good at communicating with the players. And I think the players are kind of uh, are are happy, very happy in the fact that they're being talked to and and. Uh, they're enjoying it, so that's the main thing. Look, I sometimes they always say that this uh, sport is about enjoyment. If you're not enjoying it, it doesn't matter whether you're first in the league. You know, if, if players down the line aren't happy, you've got to try and keep lads playing. And they're all memberships, and they're all drinkers behind the bar, and they're all <coughs> the crack. And and these lads are also the future of the club as far as you know. It's hopefully. That they stay around if they're staying around, that they'll be in the club for many years to come. So, like, yeah, it's good that it's good that they're enjoying the rugby, which is the which is the main factor. Um, youths, I'm going to be bold and say I didn't really see all the results. I noticed the 16s had a really really good win. They're improving week by week. The 18s had a good win. Um, I think the rest of it was kind of a, a mixed bag. But um, uh, but the uh, the 13s, I think, won well. It was the the 14s, 15s, I'm unsure of the results, but I know that they've had good numbers of training and uh, are doing quite well. Uh, Paddy said about the, the girls' teams, the the 16s and the 14s. That 16s team, is, is the Rhinos, is phenomenal. I um, I just, just stepped in last night to give them a hand coaching and uh, I have to say their skill levels and their determination are as good as any boys team I've ever coached. I coached, them, uh, coached a lot of them last year um, but as I said, like I moved up to the 18s. The 18s had no game. We were playing uh, Panthers in Carlo this weekend at 12 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, the girls are looking forward to that because they haven't had a game in a few weeks. A uh, few teams have, have pulled out. St. Mary's pulled out of the league altogether. So we've been kind of caught for no games. They haven't had a game in three weeks. So actually we haven't had a game since we played Kikenny. So that could be nearly four weeks ago, which is a bit disappointing. But it's not, it's something that's out of our control. Uh, but they're really really looking forward to the game of the weekend. Hopefully, now the uh, Panthers will, will turn up with a, a, a decent crew and gives uh, give the guards a good run out. But uh, I know there
2: uh, G- uh, are Panthers from Dublin. I am not answer?
3: sure there's so many of them, Paddy, going on in Dublin. The, uh, they could be Setonians and someone that I, I'm not sure. There's yeah, okay. uh, a lot of mixed groups in Dublin. Um, yeah. but uh, I it's actually the Dublin teams. Uh, uh, it's says this. The, a lot of the Dublin teams are um, haven't really haven't really the girls teams coming through. They're only kind of starting, and then, as we all know, uh, the women seniors teams come along and they take uh, they take our youths when they when they finish up and they end up playing in railway and places like that and who don't have a youth system, which is disgraceful. But anyway, yeah. we leave that we we'll leave that for another we we'll leave mm-hmm. that for another day. You know, we work out. We work our asses down here and uh, down down in our clubs and put them in from grassroots and bring girls through and parents out and put all the effort in and then then they end up uh, if they're if they're have a quality and to know that they've lost players to to other teams and they, you know, who don't who don't have a, but if if they want to if they want to play. Uh, level of rugby or they want to uh, get into Lencer setups or any of that stuff that they're main playing these teams which is just great. So, but anyway as I say we leave that alone. I uh, just want to announce we're Carlo having their book launch tonight. We have our 150 book, book launch. It's, uh, it's nice. a fantastic book. There's a lot of it's. It's uh, there's a lot of history in it uh, with all the from the, oh, really over the last kind of 50 years um, so the extra promises to be um, a Good Night in the Club, and there's uh, the book itself. I just want to give compliments to the people who are involved in doing it. They have put in some amount of work over the last year. It's absolutely phenomenal what they've done. Um, I don't think anybody can realise the amount of work that goes into it and, and into producing the book, but uh, they, if they've they really done some job, so I wish them all the best of luck. Question uh, we'll, to we'll be training, so I, I won't get into the <coughs> How many times do you feature in it, Tom? Oh, uh, just a few. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm not sure. <laughs> I know other, I know our sixty. I know the sick Paddy. Our, the sixteen Rhino Girls got their spot last. last oh, very good. Last, very good. last part of the last part of the year. So, so Paddy Paddy Brown They got in it? for their winners last year, huh? Does Paddy Brown feature in it, or- as a, a full section on giving
2: out book, the... <laughs> <laughs> hello in general, yeah, <laughs>
3: no, no, no,
2: Congratulations on that! I had a few interactions on the book during the time, and uh, did did you ever find out who was who got uh, player of the year in this uh, Bud year? Uh, John Doyle came to me lately looking for that piece of information, and I didn't know, and Bud didn't know himself apparently, so.
3: <laughs> I don't think Spud remembers that year, so, I, and it, so you're, you're a fair witness to that. Um, That's true, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, definitely, that year was a bit of a haze. So, yeah, know, yeah, know, yeah. isn't it funny that your president doesn't know who we gave the player of the year? To- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you, you only have your club man of the year and your player of the year to so remember. If you can't remember them two, something definitely wrong. Yeah, the, the, the word,
2: the, <laughs> the word haze, the word haze is appropriate. All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bit of crack no, yeah. the, Th- those are the days absolutely anything else gentlemen
1: no all quiet apart all from Leinster, that not happening the, yeah not happening on that front recently
2: yeah. Leinster bringing back their big guns in Sunday which is good to see
0: yeah it's Friday the 10th that we're recording this folks yeah the, so the team has announced today there's a couple of uh, hot shots back on the team yeah she uh, and, Cup and Jean captain yeah, and uh, so I can't remember the team off the top of my head, but uh, there's a couple of oh, uh, it an, it Ross Burn is at out half. Um,
2: yeah, Jimmy O'Brien is back, and Joe it's McCarty five is back. It's
3: back, isn't
2: it? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I heard on the radio.
0: Um, that, that's that's what they want, you know. Once they're once it's approved and given the thumbs up, sure they're mad to get back out in the field after everything like that. I have the team here: so Jack Boyle, Dan Sheen, and Thomas Clarkson. Joe McCarty's back. Uh, second row, Jason Jenkins, Ryan Baird is back. Then you have will Connors and James Culhan, and then Jack or uh, Ben Murphy and Ross Byrne are the halfbacks. Jimmy O'Brien is there, Charlie Nantai, Jamie Osborne, Tommy O'Brien, and Kieran Frawley, and a couple of lads on the bench. A on the bench, and Scott Penny, Harry Byrne, Russell, Byrne and Deegan, and a couple of those lads. So, mm-hmm. yeah, good team. Good team. Know? know, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads to come back. Great seeing the lads back. The would have to
1: feel sorry now, when it, for just as oh, moving away, I'm moving south, but Franjo Conway, like chap, thirty years of age. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Hundred and fifty caps for Munster in nine seasons. Fifty tries. Yeah, was it nine
0: that, seasons, that. So, yeah. yeah, he joined wow. Munster in
1: 13-14 uh, season. Wow, Jenny, man, and on a one year contract. So, yeah. you know, he went down there and. Uh, you know, it seems like he's been around forever because he was such a an incredible schools career. He was the mm. big thing at Black Rock. If you remember back when he was there, it was 2011. He captained them to a senior cup, and he was going to be the big thing. And I remember when he went to Munster, a lot of Leinster supporters were unhappy about. It, and he turned out realistically to, be to, to in my mind, to be probably one of the most consistent players Munster have had, and probably. Probably didn't get the kudos he deserved until recently. Really, you know, since that try yeah. against Toulouse was probably the one that opened it up for him. But you know, 150 tries or 50 tries in 150 games is a fair stat. Yeah. That,
3: that was a like try. It was that, that was a try. Three, I was there and never saw because I was in the terrace, and he the ball <laughs> went up. We were down, and the ball went up along the up along the sideline, and then there was a big. Brawl in the front, big brawl in the back, and next minute there was pint glasses going up in the air, and we we're all shouting. And then it turned around and said, What happened? <laughs> <laughs> so I never actually had to look at the telly to see that. Look at the television yeah, yeah, to, see, yeah. to, see, to yeah. see the replay of the try. But uh, oh, geez, he, he was a fantastic, fantastic player, finisher. And yeah. Probably yeah. if if uh, Munster had uh, better coaches and, and a different setup during the years, he probably might have mm-hmm. been. A, a little bit more successful if they had their you know, if, they had, if, they had a, if their back line was firing a bit better over the years, he might have stood a mm. better chance. But uh, he was he phenomenal. It's a huge loss to them. He huge yeah, huge
2: apparently the
1: contract is going to this it's going to Alliegar by all
2: accounts. He was exactly what Munster needed, and he's a, and he's Irish qualified too. He went to school in Newbridge, didn't he?
1: That's right. Yeah, he's from Nice. Yeah.
2: yeah. Originally he was born in London but his father was 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 a Dutch man who moved over here to, to to coach a bit. He had played water polo for Holland I think but uh, he's a big unit, isn't he? 21 stone I think.
1: 21 stone, 6 foot 3 of a tight head, you know and he can he, he he can play ball. I mean coming from the Crusaders, he'll probably fit well into the the new Munster philosophy that's been there like yeah. with Prendergast and Mossy Lawler and these lads and you know, I think, look, it can only be a positive but I think um, if Munster are to lose their two second rows at the end of the year, which is looking very likely, I think something's going to I think the IRFU will have to stump up and do something to allow them to keep at least John Klein because it's not Munster's fault that Ireland didn't pick him, you know?
2: No, no. absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah the yeah. NIQ rule is going to...
1: Yeah.
0: Well, he is NIQ but he's not anymore, If that makes sense. No, he was he, IQ, and he now he's not. Yeah.
1: You know, it's a I weird one. Munster had his, have, have a second row and John wants to one sustainer and has a, a life built in Limerick for himself. I think that's what he said a few weeks ago. You know, if they lose him, I think it'll be a tragedy. You know, but then again, if he can't play for the national team, he's holding back a guy like Tama Hearn. Like, and looking at Munster last week with Ed Edwin Edgobo and Tama Hearn, you have to say Edgobo is going to be the future. He's some bit of gear, yeah, dude, isn't he?
2: He is, yeah. he's, 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 yeah, absolutely. He, he has it all, yeah. Uh,
1: you know, and Joey Carberry gone for a long term. You know, I think it's it's going to be an interesting few weeks for Munster, I think, to see what contracts ha- happen regarding contracts and stuff like that. Tonight's yeah. a, nice a big test for them.
3: Well. It is, yeah, but the it? good thing
1: is they're trying young fellas. I really admire Graham Rountree from that front. If they're good enough, they're old enough. He's landing them in and giving them a shot.
3: Yeah. yeah. And look, it, it's been a proven point from Leinster for so long that you have to give lads, you have to give these guys a chance, and you won't gain players out like you, you know, especially when lads are caught between, and I think more so on Munster because they don't have quite, they don't have the same school system that and and that that Leinster have, as well as the club system, the lads are fighting between Ga and that, but you've seen a couple of really good um GEA players switching over to just picking picking the academy over over playing f- um football or hurling so if yeah. they want to continue doing that they have to be successful and they have to and young lads have to see that they have a chance um you know so it's a it's a Ben O'Connor I think is is also getting really, really he's getting another chance this weekend he's on the bench so like it's great to see young fellas coming through like we've been right. watching it for years in Leinster and there's nothing nicer than to and I think it's one of the nice things about the URC. People give out sometimes about the URC. Um well it's it's a nice thing about it that you can go to a game and you're seeing young fellas coming through and then you see them in ten years' time and they're playing for Ireland or they you know, or they're starting for for their province week in, week out. Um, like I remember going to the one of the first games and saw Conor Murray playing and, and there's a lot more like that that you see them you see them as young lads coming out and they're raw and they're just hungry for it. And Lencer has I know this is comparable, but Lencer are just so good and so professional about it. And we see it like in our own clubs, the way uh players are, are getting an opportunity now to progress through the southeast east and and uh the you know the players are really, really are they're looking for X factor, so any kid stands a chance if they have that X factor. Um I was at a meeting the other night, and uh, we had uh, Adam Griggs was there, and he uh, he was just explaining the whole system of where they're coming from, and it was amazing to listen to and to see, you know, that lads do have a chance. It is not just the guy who's good at the lineout or good scrummage or good this. They're looking for lads with X factor, just something different, and can give you something different. So it really gives an opportunity to a, a kid that you know to shine. And the, and the way, the the way they picked them up, up that's, it's super. You
1: know, I think it's great.
0: I'm looking forward to seeing Sam Pendergast get a couple of games this season. See how Absolutely. he goes. Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of lads and uh, McCarty's brother, Joe McCarty's brother, playing as well on Sundays on the bench. Um, good to see that as well. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, Munster are down a few wingers now as well, with Earl's yeah. Van and Conway. Yeah,
1: but as Tom said, it's going to open an it opportunity lot, up for the yeah. younger lads, you know. I mean, up, I was down at the Barbarians game, and what I saw, the wingers' names escaped me, but they were very, very good Like
3: so. Yeah. And, let's and Tom, go I, I you saw you and Van Graan at the
1: airport there on Wednesday. I was going to take a photo and send it to you.
3: <laughs> James, when I saw you putting that into the group, I just had nightmare visions of...
1: Rolled his eyes
0: around.
3: No offense to to him, but I honestly do not want to see him back. I was very suspicious what he was doing in Ireland in
1: the first place, you know. But we'll we'll, we'll leave that for another day.
3: Yeah, (laughs) it's very serious. (laughs) Bath is a lovely, lovely city, (laughs) really nice place. It is one one of of the most beautiful places around. Why would you leave
0: (laughs) Great place to settle down. go well the weekend luck, uh, enjoy yourselves scory Tolo and the big Darby Kenny Carlo there's lots of Interpro stuff on the weekend as well or URC stuff rather should I say um, enjoy yourselves a good weekend we'll talk to you next week good luck good take you, it soon. easy